Hello and welcome to the Brutal Iron Gym Podcast, where our goal is to cut through the BS and deliver the brutal truth about topics related to health and happiness. Today's podcast number 1913. The topic is a mindset and the title is Make It Your Fault. <laughs> I was talking with a client uh, this week and I wanted to share kind of the background of their story. We were discussing the inconsistencies in their diet over the past two months. So they reached out in October and we started working together November 1st. So it was November and December and now we're kind of getting into January. But they said that they wanted to get ahead of the holidays when they reached out in October. They said they've always struggled to lose weight but they're tired of the excuses and they want to make the change. They want to be a good role model for their kids. They want to hopefully get in better shape to influence and motivate their spouse to do the same as well. Well, over the past two months, (laughs) it has not gone that well. They have used each of the following excuses. I actually copied and pasted these from their journal. So they're probably going to be, I told them I was going to do this podcast. They laughed and they said, just don't use my name. (laughs) But this isn't copied and pasted from their journal. In regards to breakfast, The excuses they've used for why they've missed breakfast or eaten foods they shouldn't have eaten, uh, meaning like they underate their calories and protein or overate their calories, definitely didn't overeat protein, uh, was number one, we never have enough of the right foods in the house. Number two, with the kids and house chores, there's never enough time. And number three, I'm so busy in the evenings I don't have time to prepare breakfast for the next day. In regards to lunch, why they missed their lunch goals. Number one, I get so busy at work I forget to eat. Number two, we have to eat with our coworkers and no one else wants to eat healthy foods. Number three, I keep forgetting to bring foods with me. Then in dinner, the excuses they've used. Number one, usually by the evening I'm so tired I don't feel like cooking. Number two, With a family, I have to serve foods everyone likes. Number three, my job is so stressful I want to enjoy the last meal of the day. Now along the way, (laughs) over the past couple months, I've given them some suggestions for each of these excuses. So I'll share. To the breakfast excuse, we never have enough of the right foods in the house. I said, you you do the shopping. (laughs) So make a list of foods and the amounts you need per week. Add a day or two to ensure you have enough and then buy that amount. And I actually used ChatGPT to make a grocery list for her. So it had the foods that I know that she would need for her diet plus the amount she would need per eight days. So I gave a one day extra. And then uh, I asked her, you know, You're probably going to want to throw a couple foods on there for your kids if they have extra snacks or anything like that. But here's at least a a good starting point. Then with the second excuse, with the kids and house chores, there's never enough time. I wrote, set your alarm 20 minutes earlier, which means you'll want to get to bed 20 minutes earlier. And also use foods that are quick and easy to prepare in the morning. So I sent her a list of steps of how she could get uh, to sleep a little earlier and kind of streamline her evening. And then I also sent her a list of quick breakfast food options. Then 
The third excuse, I'm so busy in the evenings, I don't have time to prepare breakfast for the next day. I wrote out that, yes, you could prepare food ahead of time, but it's not necessary. So if you're finding that that's not, you're not able to do that, you can use quick breakfast food options in the morning. So I sent her the exact same quick breakfast food options list that I sent the previous time. Our lunch excuses. Number one, I get so busy at work I forget to eat. I said set a reminder <laughs> uh, to start a time window, say 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Aim to eat within that time window when the timer goes off. So set it to go off at 11, and if you're in a meeting, say, okay, as soon as this meeting's over, I'm going to get food. Or you're like, oh, I got a meeting coming up at 1130. I got to get that food in now. But that at least brings it to your attention. You can plan it out somewhere within the next two hours and be able to get that in. Then uh, second excuse, we have to eat with our coworkers and no one else wants to eat healthy foods. I said, well, wherever you go, select high protein foods. I asked, what are the list of restaurants that she has near her job? She sent them to me and then I sent her back two healthy meal options for each restaurant. The third excuse, I keep forgetting to bring foods with me. I said, yes, it helps to bring foods with you as you'll feel more accountable to eat those rather than bad foods or foods that are too high in calories. And it's usually cheaper than eating out. But if you don't have time to bring food from home or you just forget to bring the food from home, you can still eat the healthy options at the restaurants that we made. So I resent her that list. <laughs> For dinner, the first excuse, usually by the evening, I'm so tired I don't feel like cooking. I said, well, let's find you meals that you can prepare and cook in less than 20 minutes. Let's get your husband involved. And you could take turns cooking per night to reduce the number of nights that you have to do the cooking. And I said, why don't you just prepare the foods as soon as you get home from work rather than waiting the two to three hours and all of a sudden you're too late, uh, too tired that late in the evening. With the second excuse, with a family, I have to serve foods everyone likes. I said, we'll separate the foods. So that way you can use the elements of the meal that fit your needs and you can portion control, but everybody else can just lump it all together and have one big meal. So I sent her a list of meals that can be separated into each individual component. My job is so stressful. This was the third excuse. My job is so stressful. I want to enjoy the last meal of the day. I said, well, what are your favorite meals? What are your favorite types of foods? You know, do you like Italian food? Do you like Mexican food? What is it? So from what she wrote, I gave her options for her favorite meals and categories that could be prepared and cooked in less than 20 minutes. So just this Monday, we did a Zoom call because she said she was feeling frustrated with the lack of progress. She was feeling overwhelmed with everything and she just, she was ready to quit, but she didn't want to quit because she knows that quitting isn't going to get her what she wants, but she doesn't know what to do. I said, okay, let's, let's do this call. And I said, on the call, I asked her, on a scale of 1 to 10, how badly do you want to lose body fat? She said, 10, immediately. I said, okay, on a scale of 1 to 10, how uncomfortable are you with the lack of progress? 10. She said it before I could even get the question finished. <laughs> then the third question, on a scale of 1 to 10, how uncomfortable are you willing to get in order to make progress. Crickets. <laughs> Literally, I think I heard crickets outside. <laughs> she said that she felt so overwhelmed with life right now. Stress with work, with family, with other responsibilities. 
that she recognizes by us talking and me getting to those questions that she just doesn't have capacity to be more uncomfortable. And I said, that is awesome. That is awesome to recognize. It's not awesome that you're there. (laughs) It's not a good place to be mentally and emotionally. I said, but that's awesome that you recognize that. We can instead change our focus from the degree of results we're getting to now thinking of the degree of uncomfortable effort we're able to put in. Why does it have to be uncomfortable? Her and I talked about this. And I said, usually what's comfortable is what's led you to where you are. (laughs) What's uncomfortable means it's going to be a little different than what you normally do. It's going to take some little bit of effort than what you normally have to give. Typically, to do new, we have to get new. We have to do new. So, if you want new results, you have to do new things. And often, when we start to do new things, that means we have to plan ahead. We have to account for the new. We have to have energy to give to it. There's a lot of uncomfortable components to starting new habits in life to hopefully produce a new outcome. So, I said, if you're right now expecting level ten results but you aren't able to give level 10 uncomfortable effort. And that's reasonable, absolutely reasonable with what she has going on in her life. I said, it's just not the season of life for you where you can give a 10. But instead of giving zero, (laughs) if we can't give 10, let's not give zero, let's find something. I said, what are some ones and twos? What are some ones and twos that we can do? So we talked and out of everything we discussed, We decided that some ones and twos, meaning a little bit uncomfortable, but I think I can manage that level of uncomfortableness. We're going to try the four things. She's going to go ahead and use that chat GPT grocery list because she said it actually makes it easier for her. Yay. She's going to use the quick breakfast options. We decided on two options per per breakfast. She's either going to pick, you know, option A or option B every morning. Doesn't matter. It's quick and easy. She's, you know, doing a million things in the morning. She doesn't really care. She just wants to get the food in. The third thing is we're going to use the healthy meal options we have for restaurants at work. She's no longer going to have, you know, guac and and queso as lunch just because she goes to the Mexican place. She's going to have some healthy options now, no matter where her and her coworkers go. And number four, she's going to ask her husband to share in the cooking duties. She said especially Tuesdays because that's a really long day for her. If he could take care of dinner that night, that would be great. And Fridays. She wants to come home from work and not have to worry about it. So she said, you know, that can be his concern. (laughs) So he's going to do the cooking on Tuesdays and Fridays. I said, we're now going to make progress because we're now able to put in progressive efforts. In the first two months, in every discussion with this client, she was blaming someone else or something else, a situation. And in doing so, she was giving away her ability to influence each situation. She was giving away her control. When we blame others or when we blame situations, we give away our power. If you're struggling to reach a goal, are you giving away your power? Who are you blaming? To whom are you assigning fault? If you want greater success in life, 
Make it your fault. (laughs) Yes, make it your fault. If you are the problem, then you are also the solution. You can make a change to produce a change. You can do things different. And it will create a different outcome. Don't give away your power. Don't blame other people. Don't blame situations. Don't put the fault on someone or something else. Make it your fault. (laughs) Be the problem. (laughs) Because then you have the ability to influence the situation and you can make a change. If you're the problem, if you are at fault, you can change you. You can do something new. And therefore, you can lead to new results. So don't look for someone else to blame. Don't put the fault on someone or something else. Make it your fault. Be the problem. (laughs) Because that's where you get the power. That's where you can finally start to make a change. If you have influence on the situation, you can make changes. And you can create a better outcome. Make it your fault. Watch your excuses. Watch who and what you're blaming. So I talked about with that client over the two months to all of these situations, I gave suggestions, I gave suggestions, I gave suggestions. For two months, she could have taken action on any one of these suggestions, any one of them. And she could have created a different outcome. But she continued to blame everyone and everything else. She continued to use her excuses as protection. Don't hide behind your excuses. Be the problem. Make it your fault. Because then you can make the change. Okay? Hope you keep the power in your life. I hope you embrace that. And I hope you uh, I just I hope you take control. I hope you take control. If you need anything, shoot me an email, brutalironjim at gmail.com. If you'd like to meet, I'm offering free 15-minute virtual consultations now. If somebody's considering working with me, the idea is I'd like to get to meet you, get to learn what your goals are, what your struggles and what your excuses are. And then we can come up with some ideas and ways in which we can make an influence. We can make a change. If you're interested in that, shoot me an email at brutalironjim at gmail.com or check out our website, www.brutalironjim.com. Go to the one-on-one services page and you can sign up for the 50-minute consultation there. Great. If you like the podcast, please share the podcast. If you like the podcast, please consider donating to support the podcast, which you can do on our website. Also, if you like the information we share in the podcast, you can find more from us on our social media channels. You can find us and follow us on Instagram and YouTube under the name Brutal Iron Jam. As always, I hope this was helpful, and thank you for listening.